comes Green. Right down the middle of the field, Taylor Green. Still going. Oh, what a block! Taylor Green off the bolt, slam dance, and a touchdown! Hey, this is Taylor Green, Arkansas quarterback, and you're listening to the Morning Rush. The Razorback football program got some great news when earlier this week, former Boise State quarterback Taylor Green committed to Arkansas, and he's with us now on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Taylor, we really appreciate you making some time for us this morning. What attracted you to Bobby Petrino's offense, and how do you think you're going to be utilized here in Fayetteville? What attracted me is just like his knowledge, the game, the detail that he speaks, and just the the evidence of all the quarterbacks he's coached, the great quarterbacks he's coached and developed. And, you know, that's what really excited me because I'm, I'm a sponge. I want to know everything and learn everything and just be coached by the best of the best. I believe he can help me reach all of my potential. Taylor, he recruited you back in high school. How much did that relationship back then impact you during this process? Yeah, it became full circle. It was, it was definitely crazy, crazy to think. Three years later, I get to be coached, like I said, by Coach Petrino. And, you know, he recruited me in high school. It's, it's definitely full circle. Taylor, I know you had a relationship with Coach Petrino since high school. You're probably recently introduced to Sam Pittman. What can you share to our listeners about the head football coach here at Arkansas? I would say, you know, he definitely cares for the players. And I um, was hanging with some of the teammates, and they said the same thing. You know, he doesn't BS. He keeps it real, and that's why I like. He just keeps it straight and telling him, like, the vision and what he wants and what he believes in. And he's really, really passionate about Arkansas, and he's really passionate about the program. And that's what I fell in love with. We're talking with Taylor Green here on the Morning Rush on the McCarty Daniel Hotline. So on that note, what does he envision for you? What does he envision for Arkansas football moving forward? Being a true dual threat, you know, using my legs and my arm, just leading the team and leading leading this conference. And I believe, you know, we're, we're building something special. And, you know, I'm excited to get this thing rolling. And when I told the coaches, I was like, time to work, time to get it. They're excited and I'm excited, you know, to just hit the ground running when I get there in January and just embrace myself into the playbook and be that leader that my that my new teammates can trust in and, um, and lean on. Taylor, you mentioned teammates a couple times. Who have you gotten a chance to talk to here in Fayetteville? Dom was my host, and I knew uh, Jalen Braxton. We grew up together. We ran track and did all that. We go way back. I knew a couple of guys on the team and was hanging out with them, and it was cool to see familiar faces and a lot of people from Dallas, so I, I can relate to them on that. Yeah, and you mentioned Jalen. True freshman, starter in the SEC. Taylor, there's not many guys that do that. What can you tell us about maybe growing up with him that that doesn't really surprise you that he was able to have an impact in the conference as a true freshman? Yeah, it really doesn't surprise me because, you know, he he loves to work. He's probably one of the hardest workers, you know, I've seen just growing up just from when he was little to what he is now. And, you know, Texas is different. It's different, you know, in high school. And we live and embrace football down there, so – I mean, it really didn't surprise me, but I'm uh, I'm excited for him, and I, you know, just really love him doing good, and just like you said, a true freshman and uh, doing what he did, and like the the future is really bright for him. Yeah, and you mentioned again, Dominic Johnson as well. I would guess Crowley, Texas. So a couple of Texas connections on the roster. There's plenty more that you can probably circle back to, or at least come as a guy from Louisville. Taylor, you mentioned being a sponge. What would you say is something that you're really strong at as a quarterback, and also? maybe a weakness or two that you think you can improve on under Coach Petrino here at Arkansas? I would say one of my strong suits, of course, is my legs. But, you know, when a, when a play breaks down, the ability to just, you know, make a play. And uh, 
extend the play, whether it's on the ground, but I look to throw first. So, you know, escaping the pocket, I'm just viewing my receivers and just seeing where they are. And I feel like one of my strong suits, too, is I'm, I have a strong arm, and I feel and I believe, you know, I can make any throw on the field. And talking to Coach Petrino, I know one of my weaknesses is just, just my footwork, just being consistent on that. And, you know, we talked about it, and uh, we're going to, we're going to attack it full steam ahead and make my weakness into a strength. So just being consistent with that and just building that habit, everything starts with your feet. Taylor Green's with us here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Taylor, I know it's been a blur this last 48 hours or so, but when you get some free time, I want you to watch two former Razorbacks. Coach Petrino has probably in some capacity mentioned one of his former, actually the late Ryan Mallett, who passed away earlier this year, was 6'7". Mm-hmm really thrived in his offense, and sounds like you've, he's talked about Ryan. And then also Matt Jones, who didn't play under Petrino, but was 6'6", 6'7", is actually one of my teammates at ESPN Arkansas, ran a 4'3", dude. Those are kind of the similarities that it, it sounds like Arkansas fans are, are drawing to you, and they seem really excited about those type of comparisons. Yes, sir. I'll definitely do that. I watched the Coach Petrino, we watched a couple, couple highlights, and you know, I definitely see the similarities to that, and you know, just build on top of, you know, what, what he sees and just ready and excited uh, to, to get it started. Taylor, I wonder, you mentioned, again, kind of reminiscing with an old buddy in Jalen Braxton. Uh, Dom was your kind of guy on campus that showed you around a little bit. Did you get a chance to talk to other quarterbacks in the transfer portal hall? Not necessarily teammates, but maybe guys that are going through your similar process and, and kind of what they're going through. Is that something you've been able to do? Not really. It was really, uh, like you said, a blur with everything. You know, I talked to my old teammates in Boise and uh, just seeing how they're doing and just checking up on them and uh, all that really didn't get the time. But, you know, now that everything's um, slowing down and stuff like that, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get some. But, you know, I, I'll tell them, you know, just to trust God and just trust the process and you trust your guts. Anybody that hits me up, I'm going to just, just tell them that. Taylor, I got to ask, how'd you play on a blue field? That would throw me off. How are you able to do that in Boise? Yeah, it, it definitely uh, it definitely threw me off, too, when I first got there. Playing on a blue field, not not really used to it. But, you know, since we practiced on uh, we practiced on it and all that stuff, you, your eyes kind of get used to it. You know, when we play, I would say when we play, like, when we wear our all-blue jerseys, that, that's, that's a little tough to see. But, uh, you know, you, you your eyes get used to it. You got a chance, final game as a Boise State Bronco to win a Mountain West Conference Championship, but the road I would characterize as bumpy to a certain extent. I know you weren't a full-time starter this season. Taylor, take me through what it was like this year to at some points being benched and then coming back and really having your best game of the season in the championship. How did you maneuver kind of the ups and downs of 2023? Yeah, it was definitely a crazy uh, crazy year. Um, like you said, it was mountaintops and valleys. And, um, you know, it started off, it started off kind of shaky. And, uh, you know, like you said, uh, we did like a two quarterback system, you know, and me being a competitor, I really didn't, you know, I really didn't, uh, at first, you know, it was, it was tough. It was a tough pill to swallow. Uh, but you know, I'm a, I'm a team, I'm a team player. And, you know, if, if, if the coaches felt that was the best and, um, uh, you know, I was for it, you know, and uh, just anytime my numbers called, I made uh, I made sure I made the mo- made made the most of it, and um, that that going through that whole um, 
that whole you know roller coaster it really uh, built my character and uh, my confidence uh, my confidence in myself and um it really made me uh, rely on you know uh my faith and cuz I'm I'm really spiritual so my faith in God and uh, Jesus Christ and um what he says about me and um my confidence in him and you know just sticking to his plan and, and trusting him and um just being an inspiration to others and uh, going through it, it was it was really tough. It was really it was really uh, a battle with me mentally and uh, really mentally and spiritually and physically. But you know, um, it, like I said, it builds adversity, builds character. You know, it it sees it, it shows if you're gonna fold or it shows you, you're gonna uh, rise. You know, so um, like I said, just going through that and uh, ending the ending the season with the Mountain West Championship. You know, that's that was definitely the the cream on the top and you know i'm just i'm just proud of my team and how we fought through it all because it wasn't just me it was like a whole it was a whole team you know, our coach getting fired and going mid-season and um, just doing all just going through all that and definitely proud of um how we ended it and just uh coming coming out strong and coming out with the win especially you know in championship and in vegas um in the raider stadium so that was that was that was really fun i had family there too so uh, it was definitely a crazy year, and you know, I um, I'm definitely gonna apply what I've learned the last two three years, especially last year, to you know uh, this upcoming season and just being that leader, like I said, that um, people can lean on. That's been through, that's been through a lot, just been through the ringer, you know, battle tested. So, Taylor, I think that's a perfect segue into my next question. I would expect you haven't been promised a starting role. You're expecting to compete. Kind of how has that been detailed heading into next year? I know, again, there's there's opinions out there that KJ might enter the portal. Some think he's going to stay. Take us through what that's like as an incoming quarterback into a different situation and what you're walking into next season. I would say I'm not going to compete. I feel like uh, competition brings out the best in everybody, you know, um, especially just being the SEC. I mean, you got to compete every single practice. I mean, even even I believe, you know, uh, Arkansas's defense is, is is really good, and just going going against them every single day, and uh, whether it's spring ball or fall camp, or you know, uh, even in the summer. I mean, I feel like you know, competition, uh, like I said, will bring out the best, and you know, I'm excited to um, accept the challenge and go go full head of steam. Taylor, one more thing before we let you go. You mentioned getting here in January. Have you signed yet, or when do you plan on signing to play football? Next year at Arkansas. Yeah, uh, I was. Um, I'm. I signed, so um, you know I'm going to be a Razorback, and I'm excited, and um, just got to fill out the details, and you know, of course, like living situation and you know all that. So I mean, but I'm I'm excited to be there, and uh, excited to be with the team and the coaches, and you know, like I said, just hit the ground running. Well, Taylor, I can tell by the reactions on social media that Arkansas fans are excited to have you as an Arkansas yeah, Razorback. Sure. That's Taylor Green. Again, Arkansas committed. And as you heard, Arkansas signee, kind enough to join us this morning on the McCarty Daniel Hotline. Taylor, we really appreciate it, man. I know this week has been crazy. So for you to take time for us this morning is awesome. Cannot wait to watch you in Razorback Red next season. Have you picked out a number yet? I'm going 10. I'm going 10 this year. Going 10. I like it. Taylor, we appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.